gorgeous. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 11 of the hashtag How Does She Do It podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Harlow, and thank you so much for tuning in this Thursday. First and foremost, I want to thank everyone that has taken the time to rate and review this podcast. Your ratings and reviews really help this podcast gain more visibility, reach more listeners, and it really helps the show grow and get better overall. Um, Your feedback really means the world to me. If you are enjoying these episodes so far and haven't yet rated and reviewed the show, um, it's really simple to do. You just go to search in your podcast or iTunes app. Type in Jessica Harlow. The show will pop up. When you click on it and click on reviews, you can easily leave a rating and review for me. Um, Five stars is always amazing, um, but you can leave four if you feel it's more honest. (laughs) Um, If you have left a review, feel free to send me a screenshot at hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com, and I'll make sure that you get my hair secrets the stuff that I actually use and tips and tricks for longer and healthier hair. Nothing sponsored, all real stuff that I actually like to use and actually do. Um, So as I said in last week's episode, my personal life has been a little bit, it's been different from the usual. Let's put it that way. Over the last two or three weeks, um, I don't even really know how long it's been at this point. Um, I've been sorting through some legal issues. You can probably guess what about. Um, you may have noticed that some content has been taken down. That is not at all because of me retracting my statements or any of those stories shared. If anything, I actually held back plenty of information because, I mean, I just mainly wanted to keep it to mostly talking about the people's stories and not just talk about specifically how awful this human being is, like just st- some of the stuff that isn't really necessarily related to scamming people. But yeah, it's again, it's not me retracting my statements in any way, shape or form. If anything, if anything, yeah, I was holding a lot back. But unfortunately, for the time being, I cannot speak on anything in too much detail. It's very frustrating because I'm thinking about how holding back on this information may actually put more people at risk of being scammed or taken advantage of by this same person. Um, I will likely switch the audio for the episode where I interviewed the alleged ex-con artist's ex-girlfriend um, to not include his name for the time being. I'm not sure if I mentioned his name, in, to be honest, in that um, podcast episode. Um, I'm going to have to listen to it back. I wasn't sure, so I just privated it for the time being. Um, but in case you missed that episode, it will be back up just the name will be blocked out. But anyway, that's what's going on for now. And that's all I'm going to say about that situation for right now. Um, I definitely did learn things from that that I definitely want to share that I don't need to mention anybody's name in specifics or anything like that. I can share that part, um, the lesson part, um, without having to, you know, infringe on anybody's supposed legal rights. But anyway, speaking of last week's episode, I interviewed the ladies behind the Instagram account at Crazy Jewish Mom. We had a very fun conversation about how they started their hilarious Instagram career. Um, Their mother-daughter duo, Kate, started the account by sharing actual text messages of what she would receive from her mom. And it kind of all exploded into an almost overnight success. Um, It's a really interesting interview, but it's very funny. It's definitely very conversational. Um, And it's an easy listen, I think. It's an easy listen. You'll have some laughs. I mean, we said some really ridiculous things, but it's it's fun. Um, but as I was listening back on the episode while I was editing it and putting the pieces together and just, you know, making it a more polished episode, I realized that there was something mentioned during our conversation that I think is really important to highlight. Um, and that was perfectionism. 
So if you're like me, you probably have a hard time doing things because in your mind, things have to be perfect. Now, perfection is something that varies from person to person. But I think we all have our own kind of ideals in our heads about how things should be, how things have to be in order for them to be, in order for them to be worthy of even sharing or being appreciated. Um, For example, in the conversation, I suggested to Kate and her mom that they should record um, their weekly lives on Instagram and not just turn them into podcast episodes as they've been doing, but also throw them up onto YouTube. Um, Kate and her mom do these really awesome advice sessions every single Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're really funny, but also they give really good advice at the same, at least I think so. Um, they do that on their Instagram account and they always post the podcast version, the audio version on Wednesdays, which is fantastic for people that might not have caught on to that might not have caught the live feed on Sunday on Instagram so that they at least have a chance to listen to it. But I thought that it would be really cool to have a video version go up on YouTube because it's another way for people to experience the show since they're already recording live versions of of it on their Instagram. So when I brought this up, it was kind of like when Kate gave me her answer after I brought this up, it was literally like I was looking into a mirror because she was explaining to me how she didn't like the setup and all the lights everywhere. And it was just, again, it was like looking into a mirror. I was like, I totally get where she's coming from as a creator because that's exactly how I think. Um, Everything's got to be a certain way. But as a consumer of content, as somebody who takes in content, um, I actually like when things aren't always that perfect and you kind of get to see a little bit more of the raw, unfiltered glimpse into people's lives. Um, And I say this all the time, and people look at me like I've got 10 heads when I say this, but almost 95% of everything I've ever put out, probably even this podcast episode, uh, I mean, mean, even when I think whatever I'm putting out is good, I still think... I still think it's crap because in my eyes, there's always about 100 things that I could have done better, um... Uh, in in so many different ways. Um, meanwhile, when I see someone else's content, I either think that they're everything they're doing is perfect, and then I'll speak to some of these people in, in person. They'll be like, "Oh my god, I hated this thing," or "I felt like I could have done that better." I don't know. I don't know why people like that because I thought you know the idea I had in my head was so much better. So it's something that I feel like a lot of people struggle with um, more than they talk about. Like I said, when I see someone else's content, I'm either thinking everything is perfect or even when it's not so perfect, I kind of find it like imperfectly perfect. Like there's something great about it not being so perfect that makes it more relatable or something. Um, I'm just so much more critical of my own stuff. And it's definitely held me back in so many instances. And it's something that I struggle with all the time. And I struggle, I really mean like I fight with myself all the time. Um, and usually it, it'll just depend on what I think in the moment is worth fighting for as far as, you know, if I have an idea, I'm like, is this thing better done or is it better perfect? So I'll have like concepts for videos, let's say that I've been wanting to do for months, even years for some of them. It's embarrassing, I know, but um, I can't do them because I'm like, it has to be exactly this way and perfect. And I end up building it up so much in my head that I intimidate myself and end up doing what? you guessed it, nothing, Um, or mediocre shit that I think I can tackle. But at the same time, is it even worth doing the mediocre shit? Is it even worth doing the stuff that you basically feel like you could do with your eyes closed? 
Or what else happens is I've procrastinated so much. And typically that's what happens because I procrastinated so much because I've been arguing with myself for so, for so long about the things that I really want to do that would push me. Um, so then I get to the point where I'm like, I have to at least create something. And then sometimes that won't even turn out as, turn out as planned either. So what I'm saying is, if this sounds like you, I'm so sorry because I truly know how annoying it could be. But at the end of the day, most things... Done is actually better than perfect. And if you get started sooner, you'll have more time to tweak and perfect and improve as you go. And then it's almost like you're training yourself because when you get used to challenging yourself, you get better at the challenging things. And then those challenging things kind of become your version of normal. They kind of become your version of like, this is kind of my middle ground. And that's how you can actually keep growing your skills and improving on showcasing your talents and your abilities and whatever it is that um, your true potential actually is. Um, At the end of the day, a lot of what holds us back is ourselves and our own ridiculous standards of how we think things should be or need to be. Listen, you can always improve, but the only way you can ever get better than who you are right now in this moment is to actually start doing, to actually do the work and start taking action and start accepting the challenge. Um, Don't sit and compare yourself to everyone else. Um, Most of what you see other people doing is their version of their middle or their peak, the peak of their story. If you haven't gotten started and haven't even gotten to where you push yourself very much, you're still at the start. Okay, you can't compare your start to someone else's past halfway there or someone else's finish line. Focus on yourself, where you were yesterday, and use today to try to get better than you were yesterday. Use tomorrow to get better than you are today. That's what it means when people say don't compete with other people, compete with yourself. Because, I mean, you don't know what other people have working for them or against them. You have your own things that are working for you and against you. But the only way that you can... Um, ever improve on yourself at the pace that's right for you is to focus on, again, think about where you are right now and how you can be better tomorrow or how where you were yesterday and how you can be better today. It's those small incremental steps that add up over time. Yes, there's going to be times where you've taken, you'll have to take a leap, throw yourself to the wolves and figure it out as you go. But for the most part, it's all in the baby steps, the continual chipping away and building and learning as you go. But first, you've got to let yourself just go. Go after whatever it is, accept that you might make a fool of yourself, but you know what? It's okay because everyone messes up. Everyone makes mistakes. Some mistakes are public. Some mistakes are private. It's just, it's the gamble, the risk you got to take. As long as you learn something that you can actually put to use, it's no longer a mistake, it's a lesson. And in fact, sometimes if people see you kind of fall on your face, it makes the moment where you pick yourself back up even more magnificent, if anything. Um, If it matters enough, risking looking like an idiot is worth it. Sometimes people hold themselves back from doing things because it's much easier that way, it's safer that way. But there aren't really very many rewards that come with playing too safe. People who like the safety of saying, I could do this or that other thing. I just don't want to. I don't have the time. That's a lot of fear talking um, in those instances, especially if they're actually kind of secretly talking about things that they would really like to do. Okay. Sometimes people downplay what they really would like to do 
or feel like they could do just because they don't want to have to then actually put their money where their mouth is and risk failing because then that would mean that they are wrong. So again, people like to, um, what they're really saying in those moments is, I would really like to do that thing, but I wouldn't want anybody to see me fail at trying because just in case, you know, they end up being wrong. So I would rather just not do it. So again, it's really like they're just saying that they're afraid of being wrong. But what I found is that the sooner that you learn what your limitations are, what you can't really do, or at least can't really do quite yet, the better you'll get at figuring out what you can actually do, what your actual strengths are, and playing on those. Um, Have patience, though, of course. You know, a lot of people, especially in today's age, there's like that instant gratification thing. People aren't as patient as they once were, and they're so used to thinking that everybody's like an overnight success. There's no such thing as an overnight success. There's always so much work that goes into, uh, like so much work, thinking, strategizing, blood, sweat, and tears that go into anybody getting anywhere, okay? So get that out of your head, the whole overnight success. That just doesn't happen. Don't expect it. I mean, if it happens, great. But don't expect it. Um, don't expect just everything to miraculously work out without you working your own abilities out, without you stretching and testing yourself. Again, don't think, don't expect instant gratification. Learn to be patient. Um, but <laughs> I'm going to say something. I'm a very big believer that whatever your strengths are can also be your greatest weaknesses. And I'm, I have a point to this. So just hear me out. Your blessing can be a curse and vice versa. It's really all about perspective. Um, If we're continuing on with perfectionism, for example, that could be a curse if you let it run you, okay? The things, like, everybody's got good qualities and bad qualities, but at the same same time, they're all all kind of the same. It just depends on how you look at them. So, for example, again, perfectionism, it could be a curse if you let it run you. But if you use it and learn to manipulate it into working for you, and learn to make it work in your advantage, it can actually be a blessing. If perfectionism runs you, it can hold you back by tricking you into thinking that nothing you produce will ever be good enough, why bother? Or that it'll be way too big of a task and you still won't get it right, there's no point in trying. It's going to be more work than you think, Uh, you don't, you can't do it with the resources that you have, which by the way, I'll get to that in a second because if there's one quality that can be your best friend, it's resourcefulness. Um, make the most of what you've got. Make the most of what you got to do as much as you can. And eventually you'll find that you'll have even more to do even better with. Um, but again, not to stray too far from perfectionism. It can be a curse if it runs you and holds you back. But if you use it to your advantage, being a perfectionist can be a blessing because it can mean that you are paying attention to details that you are taking your time, that you're not overlooking as much as someone else might. Um, You're being thoughtful. It's really about finding the middle ground. I think most things are fine as as long as you're not overdoing it, as long as it's not too little one way or too much one other way. Um, Another example would be from, take it from myself. Um, One of my best qualities or two of my best qualities are that I am a very Uh, I would say that I'm a very understanding and patient person. And that sounds like a great thing, right? Um, And I consider those things to be some of my best qualities because it really helps me to relate to people, to connect with people, which is one of my favorite things about life. 
because I really find people fascinating. I love learning about people, um, even people who have completely different interests from my own, different perspectives. I think it's cool. As long as you're not intentionally going out and hurting people or being completely reckless with other people's feelings and emotions, I think almost anything is cool and fair game. Um, But here's the thing. Being understanding and patient can also sometimes mean that I can let too much slide or um, maybe I even get a little bit too laid back. It really depends. But like I said, whatever your best and worst qualities are, really think about that. Really think about what your best and worst qualities are and find ways to make those things work for you instead of against you. Okay, like really think about how you can use your even your worst qualities to your advantage like what can be what's what's the flip side to it what's the positive aspect of it think about the things that are holding you back you know what are the qualities about you that are holding you back what are the things that could be great strengths for you that you might be overlooking kind of open up your your perspective kind of open up your consciousness to that ask yourself those questions and it's very important to pay attention to the kinds of questions you're asking yourself because that's where that's how you direct your mind where to go. So if you start thinking to yourself, okay, what are the things that I think are holding me back? You're going to come up with a long list of things. Analyze that stuff. Think about, okay, how can I make these things that look like disadvantages work to my advantage? Um, then think about what are the things that are working to my advantage? What are my strengths? What are the things that maybe I'm not noticing? What are the things that I know that I already have that I can use, okay? And that's how you kind of start to come across things that you might have been ignoring or you might not have noticed before. So really pay attention to that kind of stuff. So those are the things that I would really recommend thinking about. Um, I'm going to end this week's episode here as I actually have quite a few jewelry orders to finish up and get shipped out. Um, For those of you who may not know, I have a jewelry line. It's called Who is Kyle Moon? You can go to kylemoon.com to check things out. It's almost all handmade by me and between my personal life and some of the suppliers getting screwed during the hurricanes that took place, a lot kind of got delayed. So I've got quite a few orders to finish up. If you see anything you like, feel free to use the code podcast at checkout. That's exclusive to my podcast listeners. So again, the code is podcast. You can enter that at checkout. Some new stuff is going to be added to the site as well. I'll be putting links to anything you could possibly be interested in checking out in the show notes to this episode. I love you all so, so much. Thank you so much for listening. And I will chat with you again next Thursday.